Hi everyone, good day. So it's Ibkan Leroy again. So uh, really excited to join with you through scriptures and be hopefully been blessed so far by the first podcast. Yes, so today's topic of discussion is who are you? Like who in heaven's name are you? Who do you think you are? So we're looking through scriptures to see our identity as believers and if you're not a believer yet, we hope that you'll be safe today and you would accept who God calls you and so let's start yes so several times i look through scriptures and one of the scriptures that keeps blowing my mind is when god the big guy up calls calls for his son out of the sky and says this is my beloved my daily beloved son even my male priest even my male please he gives me great joy and i'm just thinking could god could god be saying the same thing about me am i does god is god really do I bring great joy to God the way Jesus Christ does? Am I am I the same person as Christ, even though I'm born again? Do you understand? And we'll look to scriptures today to real to see if God calls me the same thing, if God calls me his son, and if God if God testifies that I actually bring him great joy. So Gabriel, what do you think? Alright, um concerning this topic, um who uh who are you? It's like Especially in regards with the anchor scripture, which we chose, uh, the one that speaks about um, God calling Jesus his dearly beloved son, in whom he is well pleased with. Now, as you said, is the scripture that we've um, attached to Jesus and Jesus alone as part. Oh, Jesus was, you know, the morally upright, holy, righteous guy. You understand that? And God called him his beloved son because of the way he lived, probably. Like, that's yeah. what, that's the general idea. Well, um, no, looking at this scripture, I began to realize that I'm the dear beloved of God. <laughs> also you understand god was not just calling jesus the dearly beloved son because of um his physical nature or because of his uh his works or his actions as you know jesus now the jesus that we know that's the standard of you know all this kind of stuff god called him his dearly beloved son because he was his um jesus is his son you understand because he has his spirit in him the spirit of god in a man is what makes the man the son of god you understand and you know there's something i usually used to joke with like my friends that um how do i put it now jesus probably looks like mary yes. <laughs> or jesus most likely looks like mary Actually. you understand physically yeah. you understand so that physical um body was not what made jesus the son of god yes. you understand jesus god does not look like um does not have a physical look you understand he can assume any look definitely but he does not have the human um physical dna and all the stuff that make people look like kids look like their parents and also just most likely look like Mary, because that's his mom of course so this just shows us that that dearly beloved son was imputed on jesus not because of his physical nature but because of his the spirit of god that he carried with made Jesus his son and which imputed on him the sonship generally so that no, as now as Gabriel just spoke a still comes to my mind first John 3 verse 1 says that behold of manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God so guess what the Bible says that God has bestowed upon us his love he calls us his sons so the declaration that God gave, the declaration and testimony of God towards Jesus is the same he has given to us as believers. So, oh, that's just 
perfect so um going further we have some scriptures that we will um how uh, we analyze and just so that we can understand this sonship better we can understand our identity in um christ better so hebrews 2 verse 11 says so now jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same father <laughs> this is why jesus is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters you understand contrary to the belief that a lot of people have that jesus is yes jesus is lord jesus is the son of god jesus you know jesus is all those things that you, really, you think yeah. is you understand but who are you in this relationship with jesus mm. you understand now this is what hebrews says i'm going to read it again so now jesus and the ones he makes holy that is you and i have the same father god you understand? jesus was not ashamed to even call um um god his father and our father he yes. did not say that who are these servants exactly. you understand remember when he was ascending exactly. and he told yeah. um, mary to go and tell the remain the disciples that i am ascending to so my, my father, father and your father, father. Yeah. you understand that yeah. means the finished work the the work that he had completed that he said it is finished on the cross and then he resurrected that work that jesus completed made god our father yes you understand he brought us acceptance into into the family of god the scripture says that for we have been accepted into the beloved we are now part of god's family mm -hmm. yeah. so um we understand from the scripture that we are also the brothers and sisters <laughs> of jesus, <laughs> of jesus. <laughs> you understand? and we have just like how jesus um um just like how jesus um related with the father while he was here on earth we have that opportunity and that privilege. capacity to relate with the father in the same way see look let me tell you the Nothing truth less. it is not humility mm. to bring yourself less yeah you understand i say ah no how dare me call myself a son of god or a brother of jesus no 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 that is not true actually it's, humility, <laughs> it's, it's actually humility to accept what has been freely given to it's you it's an insult <laughs> it's an insult to god and all and to the power of god to look less of yourself to look at yourself less of what he has made you he has made you his son he has made you his daughter it's your right it's 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 your worship and your praise to god to accept what he calls you as a son and his daughter. Exactly. so you can see now that you are the son of god just like how you are see think of jesus think of like just think of god relating with jesus every form of relationship that god had with jesus god has that relationship with you god sees you the way he saw jesus when jesus walked on earth and the way he still sees jesus in heaven that is exactly how god sees you so you are his son you understand you are his daughter you are you you god is your father and let me tell you the truth in the godhead when you speak about god the father yeah, god the son and god the holy spirit <laughs> now this may be very very controversial yeah. and in fact we are going to dissect it totally and maybe another podcast that we will record um as time goes but i'm just saying it by the way that you are the son in the, in godhead. the godhead god is your father you have his spirit in you and you are the son yes. in the godhead the bible says that the godhead is the godhead involves god the father right god the son and god the holy ghost and bible says that you are in christ bible says in in colossians that your life is in christ in god yeah. guess what so there's the father there is a son and there is the holy ghost you are in the son you are in christ so you are there's in in the, in, in the godhead there's a father there is the son with christ and the believer and there is the holy ghost yeah, you have been internally secured inside the Godhead. Oh, 
that's just really awesome so Ibuka, are you going to take the next yeah. scripture so the next scripture is very, very mind-blowing it says in luke in it says in luke 9 verse 28 it says that i i tell you of all who have ever lived don is greater than john john the baptist yet even the least person in the kingdom of god is greater than john the baptist guess what the least in god's kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. I don't care where you became born again. I don't care what you think about your Christian work and how that you might not be so on fire and so serious with God. But the Bible says that you are greater than John the Baptist. Isn't yeah. it? Hey, but how do you preach such a <laughs> Are you sure? I'm very sure. That's that what the Bible that says. So heretic. <laughs> but that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that you are greater than John the Baptist. That's what the Bible says. And guess what? See, the believers must come to a point where we accept God's word more than what we think God says. God's word says this, I believe this. You are greater. You have a greater authority. You have a greater a greater life than John had. And experience it. It's now your job to accept the life that God has to really accept what God calls you and the life He has given to you and express it as a believer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm not part of this heresy. <laughs> I'm a very humble brother. And I don't think <laughs> but all this stuff is just trash. As we said, it is not humility to make yourself of a lower standard than God has already made you. What does this scripture say? It says that, I tell you, of all who have ever lived, none is greater than John. Like, of all who have ever lived before that point that Jesus Christ like was speaking about, none is greater than John as far. John was a great man in like in that standard as far. The old covenant standard, John was a great man. Yet, even the least person, the least person in the kingdom of god is greater than he than, than john than john than john is or john was you understand you know what this tells us for we that have become sons of god for we that have be, have, have been accepted you understand in the kingdom of god yes. we are greater than every man of old everyone in the old covenant we are greater than david we are greater than daniel you understand in fact this man looked forward to our time yeah. that is why david could see in psalm 32 verse 1 to 2 yes. oh what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven yeah. whose sin is put out of sight yes what joy for those whose record the lord has cleared of guilt whose lives are lived in complete honesty david knew that there will come a time where god will freely forgive sins not because of what you do but because of what christ has done for you exactly not because of what you do because david they knew that they had to offer those sacrifices and all those things and yet those sacrifices could not even make them right with god but david could see ahead in the future that there will come a time where men will become righteous and men the sins of men will be forgiven you understand and he knew that men those guys will be so joyful mm-hmm. and guess what now we are living in those times our sins have been forgiven christ has fully forgiven us and we are not even joyful we are not grateful <laughs> you understand all. we feel that oh i'm, I'm not, not just enough. right enough i'm not doing enough david is looking at us from wherever he is and he's like dude like i'm privileged yeah, like i'm blessed and but like i'm not doing enough <laughs> but guess what Christ are complete the bible says that for god is working and you give you the desires and the power to do what pleases him see it is god who is working in you See, you must come to a point of humility in this your Christian to know that see whatever that comes out of your life is not what you do, did. It's what God did in you. God is working within you, giving the desire and power to what it is in. And you would ask, how is God working within me? Isn't that God is from heaven <laughs> doing something within me? Especially the buttons. No. He has placed the Holy Ghost in you to, to produce a fruit 
to produce the fruit, the, the fruit of, of the Holy Spirit. And no fruit of the Spirit is, is love, peace, all of all, all that we know of the fruit of the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost finding expression through you. And see, the believer begins to express this life that he has received as much as he knows of the life he has received. Knowing that I and my Father we are one, knowing that Christ lives in me makes me live to be Christly. Knowing that the nature of sin that makes me continuously sin has been entirely destroyed is no longer in me makes me not live as damn a sinner. You know, many times we just think, we just think in our mind that see, I have a bad thought. It thought a bad thought comes to my mind, and that means I'm a sinner. I'm not really righteous. I know. Such mindset makes us just give up. Let's just, 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 just sin. But see, when you remember that, see, when Christ died, I died with Christ. Nature of sin no longer lives in me. It makes you consciously live as a righteous man. Knowing that God says that you are my only people, you are peculiar, you are righteous, makes you live righteous. Can God, can God sin? The Bible says, for God has made Christ to become sin for us, so that we might become God's righteousness in Christ Jesus. You are God's righteousness. I just said it right. Yes, you are God's righteousness. You are the expression of God's righteousness. Regardless of what you do, you are God's righteousness. So live your life knowing every day that I am God's righteousness. I, I show for the righteousness. And you live righteousness. Yeah. Wow. It's okay, bro. Alright, so, thank you dealt with the scripture is <laughs> and you know as we are speaking i remember the scripture from second oh no sorry from colossians 2 yes. that where paul was speaking about the nature of sin mm. and how you know the nature of sin as we understand it it is not a physical nature it is a spiritual thing and just like circumcision mm. you understand the nature of sin has been cut away from us. And there is no scars in your body. There is no scar of that nature in your body. Exactly. God did a very, like like my friend, like our friend Nelson always says, he said yesterday, God did a very silent, quiet, <laughs> quiet and perfect quiet. job. Yeah. So that there was no there was no scar of that nature in you, your spirit. There is no there's no remnant. There is no fragment of yeah, that nature in that you. that is manifesting yes. itself. That's true. So, you know what we do now? We have the nature of holiness. Understand for because um, Peter said we are a holy generation, yes. royal priesthood, a or no sorry, a chosen generation, generation, royal priesthood, a holy nation. Understand we are all these things because of the nature that we carry yes. is is the nature of God. Yes, that we carry eternal life. Yes, understand we carry eternal life, not as per time. Eternal yes. life is not a thing of time. Eternal see, life is the very life of it's Christ. The life of Christ is the life of God Himself, yes. our Father. You understand? So we express who we are. Yes. So sometimes you may find yourself doing some things that are contrary to the nature that you carry, the nature of God, and you'll be like, I know this is not what this is not what the child of God should do now. And oh, let me tell you the truth. It doesn't that doesn't mean that the nature of sin has returned to you. It can never return. <laughs> yeah, Imagine yeah. someone that has been circumcised. Yes. The, the flesh that has now been cut away from you. It can't return. come back. It can't come back. Now, what is going on there is that perhaps you are maybe most likely forgetting who you are. Yes. Or like it doesn't that doesn't bring back the nature of sin. You understand? You are, let me just say, you are acting drama. Exactly. You are not manifesting your real life because you don't know. A prince can act like a pauper if yes. he doesn't know that, that he is a prince. But that doesn't change the fact that, that he is a prince. A prince. You understand? <laughs> so, you have to, we have to grow in understanding of who we are. Yes. That is why we study the word of God so that we can realize that some of all these actions and all these things that we do, this is not part of the nature that we carry. Yes. That is why we grow in understanding. And God is patient with us. He allows us to grow in understanding he knows that when we grow in understanding, 
things begin to change in our life. The word of God says that as we behold him in his word, we yeah, are trans- changed, we are transformed. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. Not not from not from it, like the people say from grass to grace. No. See, we are already in glory. We are radiating a higher degree of glory the more exactly. I see Jesus. The more I see my life. I see seeing Jesus is not seeing your sins. Seeing Christ, seeing Jesus is seeing your righteousness, is seeing your holiness, is seeing just who you are, just exactly like the Father. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, in conclusion, we have this scripture to help you, you know, like to serve an, as an anchor to help you, um, in the sense that whenever you remember the scripture, you can trust God and rest in the finish work of Christ. Look. There's the general view that ah this Christian race is hard to have only race. I'll just cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry yeah, into heaven and oh, man, like <laughs> see that ain't true. Yeah. God is faithful to keep you. That is why um or Paul said in Philippians, or he wrote in Philippians one verse six that and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when christ jesus returns so do you know what paul is saying here god is faithful yes. you are not god is not expecting you to do the do all the faithfulness yes. god is faithful this is the relationship between the father and his son god is faithful to keep you god is not looking with an axe you understand to always cut you yeah. whenever you sin and uh, you know whenever you don't feel that you are right with god and all this god is patient with you and he is faithful to you because he knows that is the one remember the scripture that we read yeah. before that he's the one that is even working is the one that is doing the work in you yes. to even to even try to please please him, him. Yeah. like that desire to please him it is god that puts it in you <laughs> you understand so god is faithful to yeah. keep you you understand and this just reminds me of this of the of the statement that god made to jesus which is also making to me and everyone who is his son today i am the beloved son of god i am yes. his dearly beloved in whom he is well pleased with so you also you are the beloved of god and god is pleased with you at every point in time and you must realize that the bible says that it is god who began this work i must stress this fact you did not begin you did not begin the christian work in your life god began the work god started the work and the bible says that he would finish it so can you trust the one started it he saved you you never saved yourself. The Lord was the one who called. The Bible says that anyone who comes to Christ is the one that the Father calls them. He called you. He saved you. And for as many years since our podcast, you are not born again and you are one. Now can I join this great family of God? It's by simply just believing in Christ. Christ died for you. He was buried and was resurrected from the dead to save you. To save you from sin. If you believe this, and you ask him today and ask him lord please save me i believe that you are the son of god and that you died for me and was raised from the dead and you believe that and you confess that to the lord just right now guess what you were automatically internally saved justified sanctified and the son of god god began and god has begun a great work in all of us bible says he would finish that work when christ returns god will not god does not just save us and, and let us run the race ourselves he saves us and continue working with, with us along the Christian walk and side with, with our, our, along this faith until the sun finally returns. And guess what? You are already saved. Never to be condemned again. God bless you. Yeah, so guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for um, your time, your data <laughs> spent. We hope that it is, it's been well spent and we, we really hope that 
you, you know understand these things and you understand the word of god by yourself and we um someone dropped a suggestion the last time that you know people can know reach us as far like ask questions and all there's a message section yeah. that you can i think if you scroll through the app or the sites you're using you should see a message sections like to get to us but however we're going to drop our email um in the um the description part of the podcast so that you can reach us via mail um i think that should be a valid means to or a good means to reach us so guys we are grateful that you are joining us to um discuss the word of god and for your support lots of people have been giving yeah. reviews and comments and man you guys you can't start giving shout out now because <laughs> <laughs> so guys thanks a lot for everything we are grateful and we are so sure that as we grow in christ and as we discuss the word of god together we will experience greater deeper realities and christ so thank you so much have a wonderful day